Good morning, brothers and sisters. Don't worry about three hours. Maybe one hour is enough for today. Don't worry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, in my Hispanic church, uh, a short message is for 45, 50 minutes. Sometimes one hour, 20, something. <laughs> yeah, but not today. Uh, okay, let me breathe, please. Uh, if you uh, think I'm a little nervous, you're right. I'm nervous because it's my second time to uh, preach in English. For 47 years, I'm preaching normally every day for a long time. Sometimes I need to preach. I was preached five times in one day, but in my language. Now I need to preach in English. Ah, it's very hard for me. <laughs> but I'm here. <laughs> Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Uh, I have 10 pages for read, but it's not for today. <laughs> uh, I only read the uh, introduction. Let me please read the introduction and I tell in the prayer time to the, my brothers and sisters, okay, for today I want to uh, swim deep and try to preach with my little words in English. It's good for you? Okay, I try. <laughs> <laughs> Praise the Lord. Okay. Uh, Psalm 23, chapter 23, verse 1 to 5. Hallelujah. Psalm 23. Verse 1. The Lord is my shepherd. I lack nothing. He makes me down in great pastures. He leads me beside quiet waters. He refreshes me soul, my soul. He guides me along the right path for his name's sake. Shake. Even dog. I walk through the darkness valley. I will fear not evil, for you are with me. Your rod and your staff, they comfort me. You prepare a table before me in the presence of my enemies. You anoint my head with oil. My cup overflows. Amen. Pray. God, we are here in your presence. I want, I wish you talk with us today. You touch us. 
God, we are ready to receive everything you take, you got, uh, give me today. Oh God, I need you. I need your presence. I need your touch. Thank you, God. Amen. Amen. The title for my message today is uh, really of our Christians' life. Verse 4 to uh, Psalm 23 say, Every trout I walk through the darkness valley, I will fear not, not the evil, for you are with me. Your rod and your staff, they comfort me. Through the years, I haven't been able to experiment that or slice in a, a way are very similar to the planet we live on. If you have never been out of Nebraska in your life, well, you will think that everything is flat. Everything is flat. But planet we live on has extremely high, high mountains. It has valleys, like all Nebraska, right? <laughs> but it also has deep canyons. My life is normally high and deep, high and deep in the situation we live and everything. In the morning, you are very happy, but after 20 minutes, you are sad because you receive a notice or something. And this is the life. The Christian life is not an exception. It's normal. It's part of the life. Psalm 23, Psalm 23 of it, you will see that as parts of blessing and parts of spiritual high. But where we are in the valley, where there is a lot of calm, a lot of tranquility, but also rock places. For example, let's look at verse 1. Jehovah is my shepherd. If he's our shepherd, Jews as mentioned in Romans chapter 8 as well, it says, if God is for us, who is against us? So, if he's my shepherd, I shall not want. He concludes the verse by saying, I shall not one. Can we all say a big amen, right? It's very good. 
peace my shepherd, I shall not want. The verse 4, Though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death. This means this is part of life as well. We must go through those places in the valley of the shadow of death. I believe that each of us, if we could have the opportunity to express it, we could talk about adverse, adverse situations that we have experienced in our life. The loss of a loved one, a serious illness, or an accident. I know I have lived through all this a valley of shadow of death, and to see other things which be very difficult to overcome. Verse 5, Psalm 23, can be seen from a positive and negative point of view. See it as a valley or as a top or a mountain and even for some like an abyss. He says, you prepare table before me in the presence of my enemies. In whose presence? If there is an enemy? Look, when you go to an old, can you eat buffet? The table is full of, flour or, of food and you take what you like best. You prepare a table, with table before me in the presence of my enemies. Enemies take many forms. It can be people. It can be actions. Like I said also, the loss of beloved one especially direct family, like a son, a daughter, a wife. It is still much more painful. There is an enemy, an adversary, something that causes distresses, an enemy. We might even be at peace, knowing and totally aware that this person has gone with the Lord, and now we must make sleep the table where they sat. When we hear their voice speaking up to us, it becomes extremely painful. I have not had yet experience of losing a loved one in such an impact way. I have lost my father, many cousins, uncles, aunts, which do happen when you get a little young. Like my wife says, it is natural that many family members have now pursued us, especially now that they are starting to pass over 80, 90, normal. So it is natural for many of them to start living to be with the Lord. 
So there are many realities that cause us pain. It is interesting to see some people de dedicate mostly to talk about prosperity. And this is a good thing. When they said me, I don't say that is not good. That is not good, but it's not only you need to know. Blessing and so on. But what if we are not aware of the other side, the valley of shadow and death? Because if it has not arrived yet, it will and it will knock, knock on our door and sometimes it will stay for a while. When that difficulty comes, we, we are in the middle of that valley, in the middle of that abyss, or at the very edge of that abyss. Are we going to rebel against God? Are we going to get bitter in our life? Are we going to live the way of the Lord? God is with us. Yes. But those valleys will come. Those difficult times will come. And it will depend on all on how we face them. We will find ourselves racing and become more victorious than before. Or we will be destroyed. It depends on how we face ourselves circumstance. I uh, try to explain this one using one uh, passage for the New Testament. Mark chapter 4 verse 35 to 41. Mark chapter 4 verse 35 41. That day when evening came, he said to his disciples, let us go over to the other side. Leaving the crowd behind, and they took him along, just as he was in the boat. There were also other boats with him, a furious squall came up, and the waves broke over the boat, so that it was nearly swamped. Jesus was in the stern, sleeping on a cushion. The disciple, disciple woke him and said to him, Teacher, don't you care if we drown? He got up, rebuked the wind, and said to the waves, Quiet, be still. 
then the wind died down and it was completely calm. He said to his disciples, Why are you so, so afraid? Do you still have no faith? They were terrified and asked each other, Who is this? Even the wind and the waves obey him. God, Jesus gives a command to your disciples. Let us go over to the other side. Jesus knows the storm is coming. Jesus knows everything. But he didn't say, we try to pass, to uh, touch the another shore, the another side. He knows everything. But he gives a command. A journey begins, but surprise, a big storm is coming. Why? They were in the perfect will of God? Yes. Have they here properly? The command from God? Yes. But why the storm? The storm is part of the life. Sometimes we need to learn something in our lives. And God gives you a start. You are scared. And if you are really believer in Jesus, you turn Jesus and say, "Jesus, help me! I can't with that storm. It's too strong for me." Or you rebel with Jesus and say, "Oh no, this is a..." New life in Christ? I don't like this one. Again, depend what is your reaction. Even that situation. It's not necessary. You are out of the purpose for Purpose or God. Sorry. Maybe you follow Jesus. You are in the right path. But the storm comes. The Bible said in the uh, verse 38 He was in the stern, sleeping. 
can sleep in the middle of one stone. Jesus, and you are too, if you believe in Jesus. Amen? You are too. You can sleep in the middle of the big storm. You came to rest in Jesus. And the waves don't move you because you rest in the hand of God, the God's hand. Did God forget about them? And the answer now is definitely no. God never forget us. God never forget one daughter or son, George. Like we never forgot our son or our daughter. Never. Did he talk about as a lost? No, again. Had he forgiven them? No. Had absolutely Jesus is in the same boat, in the same situation, like a two boys in Babylon. The people took him and put him to the fire. The oven is too hot. The people to take took the people uh, last in the in the fire in the oven. It's died. But the Nabucodonosor. The king of Babylon looked inside the oven. And he said, what happened? You put three people inside of the oven? And he said, right. And he said, oh, I look for. Who is the mother? And he had a prince, like an angel or cat. Cat came inside with him. Cat eats into the boat with him. He stays in the same storm with him. When we have, we, or we are in some storm, you need to be sure Jesus is with you in this moment. Jesus never abandoned us. Verse 40. The Lord reveals them. He made two questions. And we need to receive that question and answer them. 
They say, why? Verse 40. He said to his disciples, why are you afraid? Do you still have not faith? What happened this time? First, because they did not face the situation correctly. Amen? They not face the situation correctly. Second, because they tried to solve the problem on their own. Sometimes you make this one. Normally we have a problem. And run at the banker and say, I need money, help me. And God beside you, looking at you. Why? I'm here. I can solve that trouble. Give me the opportunity to help you. One loan is not help for nothing. Solve one problem this in one time, but later you need to pay. The banker not never give nothing for us. It's your business. But what about the business of God? About us? When your son is hungry, for example, you say to him, go away! Look for your boot. I don't have nothing for you. Is right? No. I provide. The food he needs. She needs. But they try to solve the problem on their own. And third, they forgot about the Lord. Except, except to ask for a pair of hands. They rebuked Jesus. Why you don't help? Why are you sleeping? You know about the situation we live? Jesus knows. But the solution in God's mind is not that. No help only to Put out the water or take a bottle and no, no. God is not there for this. Help is there for solve the problem. No, only put a patch. When the air for air for the 
plastic balls. It's uh, losing the air. You put a patch. But the hole is there. The patch cover, but the hole is there. Jesus cancel the hole. No, put the patch over the hole. Amen. So this negative experience, he teaches them. Verse 41. Victory does not depend on what we do. It depends on how much we believe in him. Let me repeat. Victory does not depend on what we do. It depends on how much we believe in him. Until we run out of option, God will be able to act. Psalm 37, verse 5. Commit, commit your way to the Lord and trust in him and he will do. Commit your way to the Lord and trust in him and he will do. We must get out of the way so God can act. Matthew 6, chapter 6, verse 33. Matthew, chapter 6. Verse 33. But seek fears his kingdom and his righteousness, and all these things will be given to you as well. is our responsibility. Read the verse again. But six fears his kingdom and his rightness and all these things will be given to you as well. I want to invite you to close your eyes and think about the words 
of the disciple in the verse 41. Who is he? Who is him? Think about this one, please. Take a moment. Close your eyes and think in your mind. Who is Jesus for me? He's a fireman to help me in the moment. Do I have a fire in our life? Or he is or that? Some people look only for someone to extinct the fire, take the pouring for your hand, and later say, see you later when we have another trouble, and live your own life. Who is Jesus? your life. Yes, the musician to come, please. Can you close your eyes for one moment? And think in this question. The disciple live with Jesus maybe two years in that moment. He sleep in the same place to Jesus. They walk the same road to Jesus. He looked the miracles to Jesus made. He looked when Jesus put your hand over the head of one leper, for example, and he turned immediately, knew. The Bible says your body is like a one little boy. Who is Jesus for me? Who has He made in me? When blind people come to Jesus and say, Jesus, can you help me? Jesus says, Jesus says, yes, by your fight, the miracle is yours. The faith makes the difference. But not faith in the banker. No faith in my father. No faith in my wallet. Faith in God. 
is him. It's incredible that people, I suppose, know Jesus took many very good because we live with him seven hours, seven days, 24 hours with him for two years. Seventy months, seventy-two months, day by day, minute by minute, second by minute. And after this one, he made this question: What happened? Who is Jesus? Who is him? That is not good. Who is Jesus for you? Who is God for you? The answer is sure, no, from God. God made everything. God is with you. God said happy moments and the sad moments. They, he is there every time. But in the moment to one to face a trouble, why you put your when you put your eyes? And one past Close the hole or in God to solve the hole. Think about this one. Hallelujah. Let me pray. God. We say again, we are here. We are in your presence. I read in, the, in your word, in the holy word, you live in my heart. We know you are here in this place, in my heart, in my life. Touch. Touch my life. Touch my body. Transform my mind. We need believe in Him. We need to love Him more like another things. 
Jesus. This is us. Oh, Holy Spirit. Take control now to my life. I let you to make the miracle I need. Start with God. Say the word faith. Jesus, I know you can do this. Everything you need. Oh God is God Almighty. Let God change your life. Let God transform your path. Oh God, we are here in your presence. We are here in your presence. Thank you, God. Thank you, God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Take a seat, please. Hallelujah. Take a seat, please. Glory to God. Maybe you listen somebody say the miracles is only for the past. But this is not true. The Bible said God is the same yesterday today and tomorrow time ago I listened one interview to Benny Hinn invite one evangelist maybe you never hear about him his name is T. L. Osborne But when he asked that evangelist, I hear him many times in my country and bless me deep. And the question to Benny Hinn made to tell Osman, T. L. Osman, was what in your life in your ministry where is the mostly miracle to God make using to you in your life and he don't think alone and he made that immediately answer one creator miracle 
and he says, one time I preached in the India. His minister every time is in India, Africa, and these places. For this reason, maybe, but I invite you to visit, look in internet, put your name, T.L. Osborne, and you can to see movies and preachers, preachers and everything for him. Okay, the point is, he said, I was preaching in India, and one people without one leg come to the stage, stage, no stage, sorry, <laughs> and I pray with him, and the leg start to grow. Little, little, down, 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 down. And form the knee, the toes, the foot, everything. And he jumped in the stage. That was the mostly miracle to God made by me in India. Why I say this one? Because I try to you believe, really believe in your heart, in your heart and in your mind. God is the same yesterday, today, and tomorrow. God bless you.